Today on episode number 526 of the School of Podcasting, the messengers are coming, the messengers are coming. I'll explain what that means. We've got a little blueberry news. Last week, I said I was leaving Blab. This week, I'll tell you where I moved to. And then I'm going to talk about three things you need to be successful at podcasting. And they have nothing to do with microphones, downloads, or hosting. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to a successful podcast. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up, and you will save quite a bit. That's over at schoolofpodcasting.com. I've been helping people understand technology for over 20 years, and I look forward to working with you either as a member of the School of Podcasting, or you can also go over and sign up for one-on-one consulting. Well, the first thing we have to get to is, and that is... The Messengers are coming. That's right. Like, the who? Is this a band from the 60s? No. The Messengers is a documentary that is like a professional, like a real documentary. This isn't like a bunch of guys with an iPhone. And you can find it at themessengersdoc.com. You can find the podcast about the movie, about podcasting at themessengersdoc.com slash podcast. And you can support the film if you'd like to by going to supportthemessengers.com. Now, here's the cool thing. They are coming to my lovely hometown of Akron, Ohio. More specifically these days, I live in Cuyahoga Falls because it's fun just to say Cuyahoga. And uh, they're going to be here on August 20th. Now, as I record this, we're not 100% sure exactly where and when. We're, we're nailing down those details. We know it's going to be in the afternoon, sometime between 2 and 5-ish. And it's probably going to be right here in my apartment complex. But uh, I will put, if you follow me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash school of podcasting, uh, I will be putting it there. And then also, if you're a member of the newsletter, I'll be having it there or just email me, david school of podcasting.com. But uh, we will be, I'm very excited about this. So number one, they're going to be sharing some of the film that they've been taking. They have eight terabytes, eight terabytes of footage so far, and they're not done yet. And they're going to share some of that with us as well as they want to videotape our Northeast Ohio Cleveland meetup. So that's, it used to be the Cleveland Podcasters meetup. Now it's the Northeast Ohio Podcasters meetup. What did I just say? Northeast Ohio Cleveland meetup, whatever. It's a bunch of podcasters getting together and we've moved our normal meeting to this Saturday on August 20th. So if you're interested in that, I know Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity the Podcast is planning on driving up from Cincinnati. So if you want to get into the film or see it or get filmed or have fun, we're going to have a blast on August 20th. The other thing, I, I mentioned some of these in last week's episode is kind of a lightning round. Blueberry has launched what's called an advertising partner plan. And what this is, if you're looking for advertisers for your show, Blueberry, now Blueberry is B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. 
really one of the first companies to try to pool together a bunch of smaller shows to attract sponsors. And they recently launched a partner plan. And here's who this plan is for. If It's for someone who is really serious about, I want a sponsor. It's for someone who checks their email and basically values communication. Because in the past, Todd would set up a campaign only to either A, have a bunch of people pull out at the last minute, or they'd say, oh, Todd, I can't be on that ad anymore. I just sold some advertising of my own. And that's one of the cool things about Blueberry. You can have your own advertising and also work with them. They're not exclusive at all. But everything, uh, I have a link in the show notes. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 526, you can uh, see a link to that and go over and actually fill out the form and be that. You also get a little better cut. It's a 70-30 split where you get 70% of the revenue. Whereas if you're not part of the partner plan, it is 50-50. Another thing I mentioned last week is I left Blab.im because they basically, in a nutshell, they waved their middle finger at content creators. Why? I have no idea. And so this last week, I was using the platform. I said, I will use it until it until it doesn't work anymore. Well, it doesn't work anymore, at least for me. And so I had someone leave a comment. They said, well, where did you move to? And so every Saturday, I do Ask the Podcast Coach which you can find at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live if you're there at Saturday, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. I do that with Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. And we moved to firetalk.com. It's a free uh, video streaming service. It allows you to kick people out loud. It allows you to bring people in. It basically does everything that Blab does. And then Firetalk also, if you ever want to do like a paid webinar, you can do that with this platform. And that's how they stay in business. And the biggest difference is Blab used to send you the audio and the video of your meeting. And with FireTalk, you just get the video, but you can easily open up a video file in Audacity and pull out the audio. And so far, I basically, I like it. We're going to continue using it moving forward. We're thinking about trying Huzzah, but at this point we're like, Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that is uh, some of the news that's been coming up. And uh, one of the things last Well, actually, well, yeah, as you listen to this, last week I was interviewed by Michael O'Connell, who does a podcast called It's All Journalism, and he's interviewing me for a book that he's writing. And speaking of the book, well, guess how we got the book deal? That's right. It's time for another Because of My Podcast Story. Take it away, Michael. My own experience with podcasting is I did this podcast about journalism. I met a lot of people in my field. It, it, It reinforced a lot of the things that I'm able to use in my own job. I met a lot of very smart people. It it sort of helped me to be, you know, to think better and and in different ways about my own job. And then in the process, I I ended up getting a book contract. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I always like to play those stories. These are all the benefits of starting a podcast. And if you are really brand spanking new to a podcast, I do have a course called Planning Your Podcast Podcast. You can find that at planningyourpodcast.com. It kind of walks you through what do you need, how much money are you going to probably be spending to do this. It's it's really taking people from the absolute ground zero. Find that over at planningyourpodcast.com. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. A lot of times with a podcast rewind, it's spotlighting me on somebody else's show. This week, I want to spotlight 
a couple of shows that I've been listening to. Uh, I interviewed David Hooper recently about an episode that I heard, and I want to point you to a podcast called Biz Chicks. Now, Chicks is so cool, it's spelled with an X. And uh, this is my buddy Natalie, and I want you to go to bizchicks.com slash 226. And again, links in the show notes. And this is Natalie from Biz Chicks. It's got Katie Kremitzos from, mm-hmm. See, this is the problem. It's Biz Chicks, Biz Women Rock, because I always get those two confused. You've got Jessica from, uh, and Elsie from She Podcast, and Jessica Rhodes, who I'll be talking about here in a second. And they talk about sex. Yes, they do. I'm not making, but here's the fun thing. It's, it's sex after you've had a kid. And guys, remember I said last week, part of something that makes it great content, it's content that you can't get anyplace else. So gentlemen, I highly recommend you go to bizchicks with an X, bizchicks.com slash 22X, and it starts at the 27 minute mark. And it is stuff you will not hear anyplace else. It's a really interesting look into the lives of an entrepreneur, motherhood, and people getting their freak on. So check it out. And and I was really, when I first listened to it, and I mean, they're, they're getting really specific. I was kind of like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So uh, yeah, it's, it's wow. So bizchicks.com slash 226. Now another show that, and I don't know why I haven't been listening to this in the past. I really have no idea. I've been on the podcasters. That's the name of the show. Actually, it's called the podcast producers. I wanted to jump in here and get it right. And that's by Jessica Rhodes and Corey from Podfly. And I just started listening to Roads to Success. This is Jessica's show. And originally it was about kind of like social media and things like this. And it's getting more and more about podcasting with a heavy slant on either being interviewed or getting interviews because that's what Jessica does. She has a uh, website called interviewconnections.com. And I got to tell you, I really like the show. And I got to just say thanks to Jessica for uh, giving me a bunch of shout outs. So I'm enjoying that show. And you know how I always play clips of people that have found a show and they go back and download the entire back catalog? That's what I did with Jessica. I went through and was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And there's a great interview there in there with Glenn the Geek and a bunch of other people. So you can find her show at rtspodcast.com or again, links in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 526. So I'm going to go out on a limb today. I know we love to talk about new toys and hardware and all the other fun stuff today, but today I want to talk about podcasting success, things you need to achieve podcasting success. But here's the fun thing. We're not talking about microphones. We're not talking about downloads. We're not talking about hosting. We're not talking about social media. I mean, those are all ingredients that you need to podcast, right? You need a microphone. You need downloads. You need a hosting. But without the ones I'm going to talk about today, you're doomed. And you're thinking, it's not microphones. They are three things. Ready? Your attitude, your health, and your support. Now, some of this stuff I've mentioned in the past, and I'm going to bring it up again today because it's important, but this is a new way of looking at this. But the first thing you need to have podcasting success is 
take your pick on whatever word, either your attitude or your expectations. I mean, I have people contact me probably on a weekly basis with these huge dreams of getting into Apple's new and noteworthy. And yes, I just threw open my mouth right now, just just a little bit. And they, they want to make it big, whatever big means, who knows. Now, Rob Walsh is the vice president of podcast relations at Libsyn, also a Hall of Fame podcaster, I might add. And he's saying... of podcasters get less than 160 downloads. Now, for the record, I'm rounding up to 160. I'll explain why here in a minute. So 50% get less than 160 downloads per episode after four weeks of being live. 50% get above 160 downloads after four weeks of being live. Now, some people look at this and go, that's not very much. And I think the reason that number is kind of on the low side, maybe, depending on how you look at this, is due to the fact that there are thousands of podcasts each week being launched. There's just this flood of brand new podcasts. And these people are getting, you know, your typical 10, 15, 20 downloads because they just started. They're on episode one. And so they're just starting to build your audience. And... So if we go with 160 downloads per episode, look, I've said this before. I've come from a training background. And if I had 20 people in a class, my hands were kind of full. And when you have 160 listeners, that would equal eight classrooms. Now, in the last building I worked in, that would be an entire floor of classrooms filled with people who want to listen to you. And I want to strive this again. These are people who can consume AM, FM, CD, Sirius Satellite Radio, local channels, cable channels, HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Audible. The list goes on and on, and they chose to listen to you. Eight classrooms of people. So I know it's only 160 listeners. It's 160 people that chose to listen to you. So how do you get your attitude straight? you have to be able to answer the question, why are you starting a podcast? Now, for me, why do I start a podcast? I love to help people. I mean, that's why I worked in the training department for over 20 years. Now, let's not be silly here. Let's not fool each other. I like to make money as well. However, when I can have someone come to me who's too scared to launch a podcast and I later hear them cry over the phone as they see their podcast in iTunes, that is hard to put a price on. I mean, that really, really touched me. The other reason you need to know your why is so you can create content that fits your overall goal of your podcast. If your goal of your podcast is to position yourself as a leader in your field, then maybe your format should be kind of Q&A just to position that. If your why of your podcast is you want to boost sales, well, maybe you better talk about your products in a way that doesn't sound like an infomercial, right? So why do you podcast? You need to know that. And if you go, well, actually, Dave, I know it's it's great that you like to help people. I, I really am in it just to make money. I'm just in it to to boost sales. Well, remember, when you first start out, you don't have an audience. 
So if your goal is to convert your audience to sales, the first thing you need to focus on is getting that audience. And then second is how to convert them. The problem is, is people try to convert an audience that doesn't exist yet. And then they go, this doesn't work. Well, you don't have an audience yet. You have to have an audience before you can sell to your audience. And this is why people call podcasting kind of a slow burn. Well, yeah, because it takes a while for them to get to know you, like you, and trust you. And also, one last thing about your attitude. You better be willing to podcast for free. In fact, you probably should be ready to podcast at an end income of about minus $30 a month because that's about what it costs to start a podcast when you're first starting out. And that's not counting equipment. So the first thing you have to get right is your expectations. It's your attitude so that you're not coming in going, okay, we're going to do this for a month. We'll get a, I don't know, 10, 20,000 downloads. We'll get a sponsor. Mm -mm. So what's the second thing? It's your health. There are certain gurus who love to tell you, you need to stay up till three in the morning. You get up at six and you go to work. If you really want it, you will do this. And if you don't do this, well, you're a loser. You don't really want it then, right? You, you just need to dig down deeper, man. It's in there. Dig deep. You know, after all, it's not going to come to you. You have to hustle. You have to go out there and get it. You go get it, tiger. Well, I did this for a while. And here's what it produced. Number one, a crappy attitude because I constantly felt behind. I constantly felt like I wasn't working hard enough and that I wasn't doing whatever it was I was doing wasn't good enough. And I just needed to sacrifice more. So, all right, I'll stay up till four in the morning because I really want it. Cause if I don't, well, then I don't re- that's okay. So my, you know, your attitude kind of your give a damn gets busted for lack of a better phrase when you've only had four hours sleep. The other thing, this like, just dive it in and you sacrifice till you bleed, son, kind of attitude. What else did it produce? A crappy product. Look, I make enough typos when I'm awake, let alone when I'm sleep deprived. And if I'm sleep deprived, then I'm struggling with energy. I'm struggling with creativity because my body is craving something. It's called sleep. Now, I recently lost 30 pounds. And I got a couple more to go. And you know, one of the key ingredients to losing weight? Yeah, sleep. I now get at least six hours where before I was getting four or five. But I now get at least six. Typically, I get about seven hours of sleep a night. My body doesn't sleep longer than seven. It just, it freaks out when that happens. And I know you might be thinking, what? Didn't you hear what the guru said? You need to get two hours of sleep. Well, I mean, you're insane. Seven hours. Are you crazy? No, what's kind of insane is a strategy to be more productive um, because you're not, when you're sleep deprived, you make rookie mistakes because you can't keep your eyes open. When you're awake, oh, I don't know. Now I can actually focus. And I I don't have the attention span of a puppy hopped up on Red Bull. I can because when I'm tired, I'm just you would think I'm slowed down. It's kind of the opposite. It doesn't take much to catch because I'm ADD anyway. And when I am tired, if I'm awake, I'm 
I'm feeling that pressure of you got to do more and I'm doing a little bit of everything and I'm not completing anything. So when you do this whole thing of pushing harder, dig down deeper, I had a crappy attitude. I had a crappy product. The other thing it did is it messed up my back. Countless times I would wake up at my desk with my head pointing in some sort of weird position that it's in theory not supposed to point and my body's in some sort of strange position because I'm sleeping in a chair. And I don't know about you. I don't know what kind of chairs you sleep in. Most chairs are generally not designed to be slept in. And so now my hustle, my hustle, my get up and go, it slowed me down even more because I don't know, I can't stand up straight. Hey, thanks, Captain Hustle. Now, the other thing this, you know, you just dig in deeper and did. Yeah, I gained weight. Why? Because I was busy. Now, notice I didn't say productive. I was busy. I mean, I had things to do. So I would go get some. Now, if we can put up air quotes, fast food. And I would slam, you know, I would just go in. I I would slam my double mystery meat with fries and a Coke, of course. Never realizing that by the time I drove to whatever the burger hut, I waited in the drive-thru. I got home to eat my lukewarm slop. I, I probably could have cooked something much healthier at home. And this is kind of like pouring the cheapest gas into your car. It doesn't burn well and it leaves a residue. Fast food is just horrible. And in this case, your body doesn't know what to do with this strange chemistry abortion called fast food. It tricks your mind into thinking that it's not full so you can dump enough sugar down your face to light you up like a Christmas tree. And you'll notice, without turning into like a food Nazi here, if you look at the ingredient labels on stuff, it shows you that like you had X amount of grams of salt. That's 3%. You had X amount. There's no percentage for the sugar. Uh, And that's because that Starbucks, that Mountain Dew that you probably had for breakfast, yeah, that's probably, you're already over the limit. So this whole hustle and bustle thing, I just need to dig deeper. Yeah, it actually helped me gain a lot of weight. At least that's what I'm, one of the reasons. There are many reasons for that. But it definitely didn't help. And I just thought I was doing, well, this is what I have to do. You you go through the drive-thru. and Now, what did that do? Well, all this bad food... It led to me getting sick and tired. And eventually, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so now, instead of being upbeat, positive, creative, and inspired, you're tired, you're unmotivated, potentially cranky, and maybe even depressed. Especially if you're looking at somebody else's income reports. That can lead to depression. And now because you're tired and cranky and maybe depressed, you will probably going to notice that your family and friends, they don't really want to be around you. So this leads to the third thing you need to have to be a successful podcast. So the first one was your attitude. The second one was your health. And the third one is support. When your friends and family, and for the record going forward here, I'm just going to say family. When your family doesn't support your podcasting efforts, it's going to suck. Whatever energy is left in your body, it's gone. It's just, (laughs) I'm melting, melting. It's just, it's it. It's the final nail in the coffin. And 
you can't demand support. You can't say, I'm doing podcasting and you can't stop me. Get off my lawn. Demanding support often can lead to resentment on the persons that are waiting in the wings for you. I mean, when you force someone to support you, they aren't supporting you because they believe in you or they want to. They're supporting you because they have to. I mean, if somebody comes up and they put a gun right to my head, barrels right on my temple, and they say, look, you need to say SoundCloud is the best podcasting platform on the planet or we're pulling the trigger. See, I kind of like breathing. So I would say that. Now that doesn't, now think about that, right? Is that really support? No, I'm supporting breathing. I'm not really supporting SoundCloud because I think they suck. So when your family is complaining about the time, the money, and the effort that you're putting into your show, it creates this lovely thing called stress. And stress, not a great fertilizer of creativity, shall we say. I mean, some people strive under stress, but many people have a hard time concentrating. They can't kind of, oh, I don't know, be in the now. You ever heard that phrase, be in the now? Well, they can't because they're too busy thinking about what's going to happen when they come out of the studio. They're waiting for that other shoe to drop. And it's that whole kind of wait till your dad gets home that just kills the creativity. So again, first thing you need is your attitude. Second thing you need is your health. Third thing you need is support. Now that we've kind of pointed out this stuff, how do you solve it? So for health, do the following. Now I mentioned how, and I I timed it one time. I timed going to a fast food place, waiting through the drive-thru, and then driving back and actually eating. And it's really not that fast. So what I do We all know that John Lee Dumas, if you've never heard of John, he's at eofire.com, very successful podcast. And what he does is he batch records all of his episodes for the week. He does a daily show because he's insane. We'll do the same thing here. Batch cook your food. For me, I basically, I go buy a family pack, even though it's just me, a family pack of thighs, chicken thighs. I dump them into the pressure cooker XL, which I did buy off the uh, infomercial, and it works really well, by the way. Uh, I, 20 minutes later, I have a healthy meal for my family, which in this case is me. And I then package them up, put them in the fridge. And so when I need a quick snack, I throw them into the microwave. And while I'm eating the chicken that I just microwaved, I microwave some sort of vegetable, and I'm done in 10 minutes. I, meaning, like, from start to finish, I'm done. It's truly fast food and the pressure cooker thing. No, I just throw it in and hit 20 minutes and go. So if you're worried about eating, see if you can find something that you can batch cook. And if you want to, uh, if you want to get into cooking, check out uh, the one and only Ryan K. Parker over at foodcraftsman.com. Now, the other thing you can do for health is look at what time you need to get up in the morning. Now, for me, because I work from home, I can get up at 7.30. I don't have to be at work, which basically is across the hall, till 8.30. And if I want to sleep seven hours, well, do the math. 
if I'm getting up at 7.30, I have till 12.30 to go to bed. Now, I also know that I need to exercise at least 30 minutes for my health. So that means if we take 30 minutes away from 12.30, the last time I was going to bed, now that means uh, 12 o'clock. And so now let's kind of take that whole idea. We're just kind of working from the end result backwards. I need to eat, and let's say I'm going to spend some time with my family. Let's say it's just two hours. Well, that would take me from 12 o'clock back to 10 o'clock. And if I arrive home at 6, that means I have four hours from 6 to, to 10 to do whatever I want. Now, my family probably isn't going to want to eat at 10 o'clock. So let's kind of rearrange this a bit. So let's say I get home at 6, and I want to spend two hours with my family. Great. All right. That means from 6 to 8, family time. I then spend my 30 minutes exercising. Awesome. It's now 8.30. I don't have to be at bed till 12.30. I have, uh, you know, basically four hours of time to podcast. Maybe three and a half, 30 minutes to brush my teeth and say goodnight. And I'm just throwing these out here. Obviously, your mileage may vary. Now, realize in this scenario, though, what I just said. Hey, wow, I'm going to spend three and a half hours podcasting. Wait, I started off by saying I was going to give, what, two hours to my family? You know, your family might get two and a half. If you do this every day, your family is going to kind of feel shortchanged because um, they're being shortchanged. So keep things into perspective here. But this is what you can kind of do and go, look, if I need to get this much sleep, I need to go to bed at this time. And the idea here is to plan it, to Figure it out. Okay, if I need this much sleep, I need to go to bed at this time. I need to do this every night. I need to do this. How much time does that leave me to podcast? So, and this is where you also need to go back and set expectations with your family. I mean, can you pull this, whatever schedule you just came up with, can you pull this off, let's say a couple times a week? Can you, you know, I'm going to give you approximately X amount of time, family or X amount of time for my podcasting. Are they willing to support this? If not, well, what are you willing to support? And it may turn out that you might want to consider doing a shorter show instead. Because, well, okay, they maybe I get a half hour, three nights a week. Okay, that would be an hour and a half. That's 90 minutes. So what you do is you take 90 minutes and you divide it by four. And that would be a 22-minute podcast. So you can do a 22-minute podcast because you have 90 minutes to put it together. Again, the idea here is to come up with realistic expectations, not burn yourself out, not make yourself cranky and sick. Now, why do you divide it by four? I have found that for me, it's a four-to-one ratio. To do a one-minute podcast, it takes four minutes because you have to figure out what you're going to talk about, then you record it, then you edit it, then you upload it, write some show notes, congratulations, your one-minute podcast just took four. So when you do a 15-minute podcast, it takes an hour. When you do an hour-long podcast, it takes four. Now, the other thing you can do here, since we're kind of talking about what can I do to fix the support part, in the event that you do make some money with your podcast and maybe... Your spouse isn't completely on board with the podcasting thing. Uh, split that money 50-50 after taxes, maybe before tax. That's up to you. 
But now not only are you benefiting from the podcast, but so are they. Now they've got some skin in the game. Maybe now they want you to podcast a little more. They're like, oh, well, you go podcast there, honey. If this means I can go buy some shoes, go right ahead. But if you're the only one benefiting, that's not really fair because they're sacrificing too in some cases. So keep that in mind. The other thing you can do here in terms of getting the support of your family, and this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I can also say personally, I've seen this have great results. Make family time just that. And this sounds like sacrilege. Turn your phone off and concentrate on your family. That's a hard one. I know. You're like, what? But I remember when I would go on date nights, I would leave my phone in the car. Even though, you know, I could check email or whatever when she goes to the restroom. Nope, didn't want that distraction. Wanted to be completely focused on the family. So this way, when you're when it's family time, it's family time. When it's podcasting time, it's podcasting time. But remove those distractions. Now, what happens if you're doing this whole thing where you work backwards and you run out of time? Or maybe life happens and you're supposed to spend three hours with the family, four hours maybe, and oh my gosh, we, we did five because Pokemon Go just took too much time. Now, for me... In my travels, I have found this, unless it's a deadline for me with a customer, maybe I'm doing some audio editing and I've given them, they've given me a deadline, I've agreed to the deadline, something like that. But for the most part, most items in podcasting, they don't have a deadline. And let's just look at that word for a second, shall we? Deadline. Right? If I don't meet this deadline, that's why they call it a deadline. If you miss it, I'm dead. Well, you know what? Um, if you, let's say you wanted to do some research tonight, that can probably wait till tomorrow. You're not going to die. That new tool that you wanted to play with that also, I I have found this out. I have a tool that I want to play with. I bought a a webinar, cool program. haven't played with it yet. And you know what? When I wake up every morning, it's still there and I'm still here. 99.9% of whatever you want to do is still going to be there in the morning. I didn't believe it. I really didn't. And I woke up and I'm like, holy cow, it's still there. Even though I didn't play with it last night, it didn't like, it it didn't leave me. It didn't say, well, if you're not going to play me, I'm going to go home. So these are some things that you can do to get support, keep your sanity. And again, Set your expectations. So when I'm not playing with the tools I want to play with, it's just going to take longer. And that's okay because I'm not stressed out. I'm not pulling time away from my family. It just it just stretches that timeline out a bit. So here's some things you can do to boost your attitude. We just talked about things you can do to boost support. Here's some things you can do to boost your attitude. Number one, Quit looking at other podcasters' income and download numbers. Look, I'm a huge fan of Pat Flynn, one of the nicest guys on the planet. I am a big fan. Another nice guy. They could have a, that should be like the, the new podcast awards. Who's the nicest guy on the planet? John Lee Dumas is super nice, as is Pat Flynn. Some of the most humble guys, down to earth, super nice guys. But nonetheless, 
if you don't go there with the right income or with the right income, with the right attitude, when you go to their websites and you can see they made, you know, whatever, $125,000 in a month, that can kind of mess with your head if you're not careful. Now, for me, I try to go there and go, good on you. You both work hard. You both, you know, you deserve it. And But instead, looking at other people's stuff, especially their downloads, because people are like, hey, I just went over a million downloads, or hey, look at me, and, and you're like, uh, I'm, I've got 172 downloads. Look, much like golf or bowling, in podcasting, compare yourself to your last game. Are your stats going up? Yes. Right now, I'm losing weight, and I'm down to like my last five to 10 pounds, and they do not want to go. They just don't. But every day this week, I've been following the plan. I've been exercising, been doing all the stuff, and I'm losing 0.2 pounds a day. When I first started this thing, I was dropping like a pound, two pounds. I was just, it was just falling off me. Now we're doing 0.2 pounds a day. Well, that's okay. I will take that. I'm headed in the right direction. So when your stats are going up, that's a good thing. Realize, check your episode stats. Don't look at monthly stats because monthly stats will go up every month because you've got more episodes to download. So that's one thing you can do to boost your attitude. Quit comparing yourself to others. Compare yourself to yourself and are your numbers going up? Listen to your audience. That's really who counts in terms of do they like it? The other thing you can do to uh, save your attitude, realize the gear you probably have right now is perfectly fine. Microphone envy, it leads to people spending money on things in many cases they don't need, which leads to spouse resentment because this stuff isn't cheap at times, which leads to people sneaking things into the house. And that's just a bad habit to get into. So realize that that new microphone probably isn't going to get you new subscribers. Probably, unless you have a really, really, really bad microphone. Number three, obsessing over stats. Looking at stats does not make them grow. I sometimes wonder if people think that, because we love to obsess over them, and I'm, I'm guilty of this at times. But look at them. Are they going up or down? And go from there. I have people digging into user agents and all sorts of, I'm like, whoa, hold on. If you took the 45 minutes, if you took the hour that you just spent digging into these numbers and spent it with your target audience, finding out what they want to hear, I really think that would be a better investment of your time. The other thing you can do to boost your attitude is reach out and network with similar podcasts. Why? Because it's nice to have a support group and they know exactly how you feel. And having someone kind of in the trenches with you, right? That can really, really help. Plus, you can cross-promote your shows and things like that. So here are some tips to help you with productivity. Use web-based services like Evernote, OneNote, Google Docs, all these different web-based services. Uh, Troy Heinrichs, we talked about him He's the guy with the blacklist exposed. And he talks about how on his lunch, he will do things for like show notes and things like that because it's cloud-based. He'll actually type his show notes in WordPress and then save it as a draft. Um, all this stuff you can do if you're using Feedly. It's a great RSS reader. If you're doing research with that, you could be doing this on your phone if you're waiting in line at the grocery store. 
Now, again, be careful with you. If you're in the line with the grocery store with your family, maybe it's family time. But when you're using these web-based services, uh, if you find yourself trapped anywhere, you can do that research on your phone or tablet. So keep that in mind. Um, my recommendation to keep things that if you're worried about forgetting stuff, I love Todoist. That is T-O-D-O-I-S-T dot com. It keeps track of things with deadlines. And the thing I love about it is they have a uh, a browser extension and you can easily be on a website. And I have a, a list of to-dos called Look at This Later. And then you can also do the same thing. You can make a to-do item right from Gmail. And the thing I love about it is later when you go back to work on that item, it takes you right back to the Gmail message. That's way cool. So great productivity, todoist.com. Also, again, to kind of start to wrap this up a little bit, you set your expectations for your podcast and then set the expectations for your family. You want to protect your health by getting enough sleep, by eating the right things, and exercising. I realize you're like, wow, Dave, this is earth-shattering. No, we all hear that. Do we do it? The other thing, you want to protect your family by giving them the time they need. Also, and, and here's kind of why, why I say these are all needed. If you have lots of energy and support, you got tons of energy, your family's behind you, but your attitude is crap, it's going to hurt your creativity, and you might lose your motivation. Well, if you're motivated, but you didn't take care of your health, now you're sick all the time, you don't have that energy to get behind the mic, even if your family supports you, so you got to have your health. If you have a great attitude, and you feel great, but you don't have that family support, your podcast may be fine. Right? You're like, oh, this is awesome. I'm, I'm productive. My podcast is going gangbusters while your family is going down the drain. And you don't want to open up that studio door to go, okay, you guys can turn the TV back on. You can turn the air conditioning back on and just have it be one of these situations where you're like, you guys can turn the TV back on. Hello? Anybody home? Honey? Yeah, that's, you don't want that to be the case. Your attitude, your health, and support from your family. Those are the three things you need to have a successful podcast. If you don't have those, any of those, it doesn't matter if you have a high LPR 40. Now realize, this sounds simple, and it is, but it's not easy. And that is going to do it for this episode. Next week's going to be fun because... The messengers will be here in this office next week, so that's going to be interesting. Now, they are leaving, I believe, Saturday night. They're they're whizzing through, and then they're going to drive down to uh, record Rob Walsh from uh, Libsyn, and uh, so I'll still have my Sunday to put together a podcast, but uh, next week should be rather interesting, So, and this is why I have in the can my talk from Podcast Movement. So this is one of those things why you always want to have a show, an unreleased show that has evergreen content in the event life happens. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, if you'd like to sign up at the School of Podcasting, the coupon code is LISTENER. And if you go there and we're not open because we're open for a month and then we close for two months, 
you can sign up for an email list there and be notified as soon as we're open. If you're looking for one-on-one consulting, I would love to work with you. You can actually order as little as 15 minutes. You don't have to order hours and hours at a time. And you can find that by going to schoolofpodcasting.com slash schedule. So thanks so much for tuning in. I really do deeply appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of The School of Podcasting. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. <laughs>